to the podcast podcast with myself, David Carabini, Bill Gain, and Jack McArdle. We have a full house again this week. Uh, we missed last week due to unforeseen circumstances that were beyond our control, which is basically we've a lot of calendars that need to be lined up and just didn't work out last week. But uh, this week, it's just a quick one just to run through the fixtures and the results from the last couple of weeks and the, the weeks coming up. Um, we've we had uh, plenty of action at the weekend, lads. How are we getting on? Couldn't be happy with really. Decent start now. We recovered very well from the blip up and daily went. Um like I I am happy enough with it. Like you can't really complain. Beating Pat five 0 in your home patch and then probably the result against Shelburne was a bit sweeter, I think. Especially seeing Damien does face at the end. But like no, I'm happy enough. Can't really complain. Bill, how are you getting on? Fair not bad. I think um I think from all our perspectives, we should be relatively happy how the season's gone so far. Cork of four points from four games, Strada five, Dunlock seven. The only downer is Bulls with nine points, but I don't think that'll last. Um but yeah, look, um I got Cork City and UCD they're nice. UCD are completely open at the back and it was very easy to get in behind them. Score a few goals. Then you had Cork City and Sam Corbett on Monday night, an absolutely outrageous game. Um, like again scoring goals. So look, it's I think it's looking up for Cork City and I don't think um we'll be in trouble for relegation this season. I know. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm just looking at the results from the weekend here and you know, Friday there was only one away team that scored. And bar Shamrock Rovers, every home team won a game. Shamrock Rovers haven't won a game this season yet. So, you know, it's drawing a beat Sligo Rovers. I've, I've gotten in trouble this week on Twitter for not calling them Sligo Rovers. So it's Sligo Rovers, 1-0, drawing to beat them. Cork beat UCD, 4-0, obviously. As mentioned, Dundalk beat Pats, 5-0 as well. Shells beating Bows. It was a less than controversial red card in that game for Dylan Connolly, but I mean we can have a chat about that if you want. And then Derry beat Shamrock Rovers. Um Monday's fixtures, you know, Dundalk coming from behind against Shells at home. Um Sligo Rovers down to ten men after twenty minutes beating Pats two one. Bowsby got it at three one. U C D were battered at home by Derry and um, Shamrock Rovers and Cork, as, as Bill already said, for all. I mean, what a game that was. I mean, I think it ended up in the was the hundred and second minute or something, twelve minutes out of time. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so I heard. Yeah, so well wishes to him from from all of ourselves. But I mean, it's it's been quite the entertaining start of the season. To be honest with you, from my own recent memory of the league, probably the most amount of goals that we've seen scored. Over the start of the season, you know, there's always the criticism in the League of Ireland that there's no recognised strikers. There's nobody that, that's really going to score 20, 25 league goals a season. But it's been a great start in terms of goals scored from from every team, which is fantastic to see because it's what you want. Goals get people on seats. I mean, you look at the goal the the fellow for Cork scored. Sorry, Bill, I don't know what his name is, but you know, from the oh, halfway line, know. just. Craig, right. Derek Crowley just, just loves the keeper from the halfway line. I mean, Alan Manis probably should do a lot better, but I mean, there's been a few cracking goals scored over the weekend as well. Um, Adam Foley scored a brilliant left foot volley for Drotta. 
Florida's a free kick against Toronto as well. Brilliant. So look, it's you know the the league, the, the Premier Division anyway. I mean, we'll get on to the first division, but it's it's looking really good. And you know, you look at the fixtures coming up this weekend. Shells Rovers. I always like to slag them saying it's a rings end derby. Um, UCD Drugs. I think you know I'm, I'm confident of the result there. Well, I mean we're mid table, aren't we? <laughs> After four games, so um, you know Pat's Bowes and other derby. Derry Dundalk, always a bit of bite to that one. And then on Saturday we've got Sligo Rovers and Cork, and I mean there are some games that I think they, there could be plenty of goals again this weekend. What do you think? Uh, well, hopefully yeah, not from Derry. Yeah, look, I, I always criticise the league saying that there's not enough strikers. And I think if you look at even the transition to the top strikers that go abroad, they don't score goals. But is it more effective of um poor defence, poor defences or more go- or better strikers? I don't know. But um, it's definitely entertaining anyway. That part. And just on the, the nature of the crowd, um. I don't know, is there something in that with the actual crowd? So uh, we're all receiving, the, all the matches are receiving big crowds. Is that having an effect in the way team? I actually did a dissertation on that years ago. But um, yeah, it's interesting to see. What do you think, Jack? Sorry, what was, what was really the question? Just the line broke up, you know, halfway through it. What do you, you make of the amount of goals that have been scored? Like, oh, it's, it's been, oh, right. What do you have to time uh, to start? Yeah, it's been mad, all right. Like, there's to be fair, good gold as well. Like, we conceded what two free kicks in the first two games. <laughs> like, there's been a few good goals in the league. Like, to be fair, any goal Jordan Flowers scores is a good goal. I don't think he ever scored a bad goal. Not just seems a bad goal. Like, yeah, I'll count one. Yeah, but like, see the, see the free kick. Like, I think free kick in twos is actually better than ours. It's just a crack up. I don't think defences have got poor really. I don't think it's like that's the end of the season where like anyone can beat anyone. Like there's no such thing as form yet. Like like you're looking at them fixtures there coming up, like anyone can beat anyone there really. Like Rovers Rovers could easily struggle in Toka Park, like, I think they will. But we'll get into that later. Um no, like even looking across both divisions, there hasn't been a handful of there's only there hasn't been too many goals in the first division actually. Kind of looking there, like the top scores in the Premier all of nine goals. Abbey Dundalk, Drada, Anna Dundalk, Derry, and Cork all at nine goals in the first four. First division that highest scores there are um, at Lone Town with six. Like it's just it's weird, weird enough seeing the first division not have many goals. Usually that's where the goals are all. But it's a game behind you, to, you to factor in the fact it's a game behind as well, Jack. You know, it's didn't even look, didn't even think about that, yeah. Never, never, yeah, like, you know, the Premier Division has had four games, and the First Division has only had only had three. So there is that mm-hmm. difference there as well. Um, yeah. so, I mean, it's a good start for the neutral. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what's getting people into the league as well. Is that there's such a massive increase in, in the quality of goals, as Jack said. Like it's, you know, we're we're looking at a a league season where, you know, we're we're seeing really good quality goals going in. Um, you know the goals that that we've seen already, as as we've said, you know Jordan Flores has scored two cracking free kicks. As I said already, Adam Fowley, Derek Crowley, this this just been an array of of quality going into the back of the net, and it's it's fantastic to see it because it's it's something that we have been missing for the last few years. I know Bill has 
often made made the point that um you know we we lack quality strikers in the league but it's you know it's one of those things where you, every league needs goals you know it's um we 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 do look like football's about seeing goals and when you think about all the awards and the you know, the postcast and things like that they're about goals scored and you know you don't get an award for not scoring goals you know, it's 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 one of those things the goals make games and they change games and they make it more entertaining and you know when you see the the limbs moments where the ball hits the back of the net and everyone just celebrates and goes mad it's it, that's where you go with the games you don't go with the games to see a boring the lot you go to see entertainment football being played um between two two good sides and you know I was just doing doing a bit of statistical analysis there and so last season there was 451 goals scored in 180 games across the whole season um this season already after four games four rounds of games 20 matches have been played and there's been 58 goals so you know you're looking at there has been a steady increase in the amount of goals scored across games now of course we need to see that sustained or bad thing well, I, I think, Jack, you, you made a point there. It's, it's the quality of goal being scored. It, it, I know you can say it's down to weaker defences and, yeah. you know, teams teams aren't as good at the back. But, you know, it, the, the quality of goals being put in is is right up there. I mean, you look at the, yeah. I think, was a, I think Sliger over scored a goal at the weekend where they just carved Pats apart. And they were down to 10 men and they still got the ball down. And look, Everybody knows my feelings on Sligo. I don't make them make them hidden, but I'll give credit where it's due. And the goal, I don't know if it was the first or the second goal, or maybe even both. Will Fitzgerald gets it down the left and pulls it back, and that's a brilliant finish. And the finish by Hartman was it the was it the second yeah, goal? Was it? it was, yeah, that I was think it might have been. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's what I mean. It's a it's a brilliant goal. It's the the football and the build up is there. It's a you know. It's the league is criticised so often by people that it doesn't have that quality. But when you see this happening, and I, I you know, it's it's what you want to see, and I'm delighted. I have to say, I'm absolutely delighted to see so many quality goals being scored, as well as you know your typical scrappy ones like, you know, Freddie Draper's goal against Bowes on on Monday was was just an absolute scrap fest and just bundled over the line. But you know, you got to have those goals as well, and. There was a nice balance, I think, over the start, the first first four games of the season, that there has been quality goals, there's been scrappy goals, there's been fights, there's been red cards, there's been penalties, and it's it's just so, so good to see such an entertaining start to the season. And I think it's, a lot of it is down to the crowds coming in, in my opinion. You know, we've seen a big, big increase in the amount of people that are, that are attending games. I think was there four and a half thousand that Bowes dropped it on Monday, which is you know for a Monday night fixture, that's absolutely fantastic. And you know, dropped it, I think brought four hundred to to shells. I think we brought two fifty on on Monday, as far as I know. So you know, you're seeing even the smaller fan bases like Drotter bringing bigger crowds to away games, which is only going to help the league grow even more again. There's surely a conversation coming again about the facilities because. It's great. It's all been a good thing that we're selling the stadium building and it looks um, impressive. But like 
if there's a demand there for it and it's 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 pension income the club are losing by not having it and if we if you don't strike with Ireland Pat then the tendency could fall again. So I think there has to be a conversation about improving facilities quite quickly. And I know like there's an issue with funding and where you get the money. Um I w I wouldn't be standing still and waiting for government funding. So where do we find the funding? But I think you have to capitalize on that now and actually push on and try and improve the state in the country. Yeah, I think it's it's important to to point that out. Like you know, we're we are in a in a league where the facilities are substandard. It's no debate there. You know, it's 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 just fact. And <clears throat> it's something that we need to see improve. But it's it's also it's a time to to rejoice at the fact that even without the facilities, we're getting people, we're getting getting people in, we're getting bums on seats. You know, supporters are actually attending games. So you gotta just pitch it to people saying, Imagine what we could do if we had the, the correct facilities and we had better stadiums and we had you know actual facilities for teams to properly train and to have proper recovery and turn it into an actual industry over here. I mean, you look at over in England, the pyramid system, they have an actual industry that, you know, you've got lads playing third tier football and ten grand a week. That's that's what we need to aspire for is to have people wanting to play here and we're not a stepping stone for teams for people to play in third division football in England. It's you know, we we've got to use the the people that are going to games now, we've got to use the the whole European football side of things as well when it comes to the summer as a selling point to people to say, you know, come in and sponsor us, get us better facilities, build us a new stadium. And we could potentially get Europe because for me personally, I think if you want to look at it and say, you know, buy a football club, I know obviously the the glamour of buying Wrexham for Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney is, is um, the idea that in America you don't have promotion relegation where they can get promoted from the fifth tier to the Premier. But, you know, for me, if I'm looking to buy a, a football club, the romance is behind getting a team who's down on his knees with no money into Europe. That's what that, that has to be your aim. And I think the League of Ireland could be a fast track to Champions League football for an owner who wants to be a hero. You know, that's that's my opinion on it anyway. Like yeah, if you're coming into a club if you're coming into a club with like not wanting to do that anyways, what's the point like? I like the idea. I watched that. I uh, watched the Wrexham. I know this is not League of Ireland based or whatever, but like, it like the skepticism behind Wrexham at the time before it, before it was bought, like fans were doubting it and had like meetings and all like behind it. Like, I think I know obviously the owners stuff. Like, um, I was against it about three weeks ago, so I can't really be going back too much. But it really just depends. Like, I don't just remember the projects straight away, but you need answers immediately. What's going to happen? Like. Or what's the plan for five years time or ten years time? What's the plan in the next three years? Like you need a short term, long term, medium term plan. I think before you can buy in the club to address the fans. It's all well and good just coming in and just going quiet, which happened before to many a club. But like, if anything now with the with the rise in attendances, you can see the appeal of maybe buying a club in the league. I know Hull City have been around nearly every fucking club in the country now, as in the last month, but. Like, 
if if the investment's going to be beneficial for the league and for the club, which you'd like to think it would be, I'm all for it. But if you're coming in and you're seeing rumours or seeing people tweet that it's not about bad news coming to your club or something, like it's the last thing you want to really be linked to them. It's just like, it's a weird, um, it's a weird fence to stand on really because you don't know. At the same time, too much foreign investment in the league could just ruin it completely and take the, could, could bridge a gap even more like financially for but that's what we probably need to get facilities up there and get attendance going up and improving the yard and building on like so it's a tough one really yeah Bill what do you think yeah I get I keep I keep on about um I know Jack wasn't um, comfortable with the Holland City investment but there's going to have to be some part of it pushing forward country study in the country like and I I'm not seeing any better um options or I'm not seeing any better proposals from people how will you develop Stadia? Um look I think I'd be in front of foreign investment to try and get Stadia improved, but some people seem resistant to that and I can understand their reasons, but I think we need to think think about this from a financial and rational sense rather than emotional fixating our opinion for the matter. Give me all the Chinese money, please. That's all I say. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it, it is it's a it's a morally grey area, I suppose, you know, it's it's one of those things where I have no morals dude. I know you don't. I know you don't. It's just a debate like it's just a debate like for the all island league like there's always gonna be it's always gonna be a touchy subject like there's loads that don't want it, there's loads that want it like it's just it's hard to please everyone, realistically. Yeah. So I remember, I know, <laughs> at some stage, if if you love Irish football, at some stage you need to just, you know, make a decision on what's best for Ireland, what's best for Irish football, be it an, an all-island league, um, you know, a, a league of, a, you know, a proper pyramid system in, in the Republic, what's best for Ireland in my opinion is to have an all-island league where you've got feeder divisions below the first division or the second division or whatever we have if we have three or four top tier you know national leagues if you say per se and then it breaks into provincial leagues and then it breaks into um you know county leagues and you know if, if we can do it that way you start at the top you start with, with your league of Ireland premier division first division second division then you go Leinster Munster Connacht and Ulster Senior Leagues, then you go, you know, your Dublin. Yeah, you go, you know, maybe six or seven divisions there, and you go down into your your county league. So it's you know, Dublin Premier Division, the Galway Premier Division. You just work your me way down that league way. League with me and loud, like yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know, and then you I have your, your Northeast Football League as well. Like so, it's you know, yeah, the NFL, yeah. there's there's too many football associations in Ireland at the moment. Like I, yeah, I, I just, they're, they're all under different branches. Like that's that's what I mean. I, I you know, I referee a, an over thirty fives league, which is just Dublin based, and you know that's fine for over thirty fives because you know, in all realism, they don't want the reason they're playing over thirty fives because they they don't want to play, you know, Derry Rovers or even Derry Rangers away on a Friday night. They want to play local, so. Over 35. So I was at a, a referee meeting yesterday where we were talking about the Amateur Football League, which is 
just over 35 now. And then you've got the AUL, which is, we were we had the meeting in the AUL, in the complex down in Dublin. And then, you know, that's another one. They're talking about, we've lost a lot of teams to the Leinster Senior League. You know, the, then you've got the Leinster Football League, which is mainly Southwest Dublin based. Then you've got, you know, and that's, that's all just in Dublin. You know, it's... <laughs> Dublin's not that. I know there's over a million people here, but that's not that big a county. Like, it's not that big a county. You can get from one end of Dublin to the other in half an hour if you're if you're in a hurry. Like you know, it's it's hardly a big place if you're looking to get across the the city. It's you know, um, there's so the, my issue with it is is there's so much, so so many different fingers in the pie per se for want of a better phrase there's far too many divisions like jack you just mentioned there the the mead and loud district leagues there's also the northeast football league and then you've got the combined county league, which is yeah you've you've got the you, combined county league, league which is it's i think nfl and the mead district i think that goes over on the one now i'm not 100 percent sure yeah, I'm not sure, but it's, it's the NDSL, awesome. which is the North, it's the underage ones, which is North Dublin School League, which is, you know, just North Dublin, and then for some reason, Kinnegad Juniors are there, and then you've got the DDSL, the SDL, you know, this, this again, there's far too many football associations, and if we had everything under one branch and one one umbrella. You could then have your branches breaking off into provincial and county leagues and regional leagues. And then it starts turning into more of a competitive, you know, well, I want to play at a higher level. I want to get up to the provincial league from the, the county league or the regional league. So that for me, that's that's the way to improve it. But, you know... We need that's, that's, that's 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 that to form a, a proper, a proper uh, league system, actually. And yeah, somehow, like, put up on Twitter, put clips behind it or whatever, like, explain through it, like, there's something there. There is something there that we can branch off and make a proper. Oh, 100%. Off, I think. I think yeah, that. I think, yeah, that should be done. That should be done. Yeah, it's a discussion for another day. I know. I, I just, I just felt as though that was that was something that I needed to get off my chest. But you know, it's, it's, <laughs> we, we've, we've put it out there before. But anyway, we'll move on to the first division because I know we're we're kind of pressed for time here with Jack being in work today. Um. So you know, we move on to the first division. You look at the results from the weekend. We've got. Kerry won 3D one, Kerry's first point in the in the League of Ireland. Congratulations to them. Their first uh, home goal and their first ever red card, which is um, you know, Andy Quaid sent off in the 61st minute. They took the lead actually through Sean Kennedy. Um and the current equalized on 31. But you know, fantastic to see that they they've been able to get their, their first point of the season. Um an interesting one there, I think, was Waterford and Galway. You know, Waterford losing one 0 at home. Russell Borden scoring the goal. I don't. Uh, did any of us predict that one? Um, um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm on top of the position table. I know. I have to have a look actually. Um. But, yeah, actually, know. Bill. Bill was the only one that didn't predict the Galway win there. So you know, we'll. we'll I was take also that. the only one who. Pre- <clears throat> I was also the only one who predicted the Kerry draw. No, you weren't. We all did. We all we wanted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you and Jack you and Jack both actually got that one spot on. One all. I had nil all. Um then we've got uh Wexford and Athlone. 
Liverpool down 2-0 I, I mean I, I, I couldn't believe yeah 3-0 to Wexford was the, the result but I couldn't believe that one because Wexford have been have had such a poor start that and, and Athlone have surprised everybody and I think um, you know Bill was the only yeah, Bill, Bill was the only one that predicted yeah, that but, one right yeah if you could again on the topic of investment um, there's rumours that there's American investment gone into Athlone and going well from the moment, I know. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time anyway, would it? Um, Finn Harps and Bray won all. That's you know, I think we were we, yeah, we were fairly split on that. We, me and Jack went for a Harps win, and Bill went for a Bray win. No, nobody went for the the, the centre spot. So you know, very very intriguing there. Won all. Um, I think is that I'm right in saying that's Dave Rogers' first first point as Bray manager. Or as, as Harps manager, yeah. Um, so, no. that, yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's, yeah, that's an interesting, oh, interesting one there. Uh, I'm just like credit to Dave, and um, he, he paid for a lot of the Bray fans' um, food and stuff who went up to it. Yeah, think, um, I think he, he paid for one of their travel yeah, as well, didn't he? Yeah, the boy, yeah, um, I so, can't even, he actually followed the page, I think he actually left now as well. Yeah. Follow. He does follow the account. I think I, I can't. Is it own? Is it? I, I don't really. Yeah, I think it was own. Yeah, I think. Um, I, I backed Dave to do well in the job, but I think this is a year of transition for Finn Harp. So I think they'll be, they might get a playoff spot, but they'll be languishing around mid middle of the pack. Um, I just think a year in the first division does it teams an awful lot of good sometimes because you saw Cork City they missed promotion first time back. They regrouped and they're better for the following season. So I think it's a it's a project of the Finn Harps. So I, look, I think he needs time. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. with a new manager in, like after ten years of being down at the hall. Yeah, exactly. it, the the yeah. fan's name was um, Owen Ellis. Owen Ellis. Yeah, I think he follows yeah. the page. I'm pretty sure. Big big shout out to him if he's listening. Um, because yeah. uh, that is a an old trek up there, especially like I mean, I did it from from Scaries, but from Bray is is another, you know, forty minutes onto your trip. So and he did it. I think he did it all on public transport as well. So fair play to him. Um, I think he left at seven o'clock in the morning or something to get up. But uh, <laughs> no, look, that, that's fantastic, and you know, well done to Dave Rogers. It's 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 great to see. Um, the the only other result in the in the the first division. The final one was on Saturday. I didn't even, to be honest with you, I have notifications on for every game. I didn't even notice it was on because nothing happened. Longford and, Cove, um, was it? Long, yeah, Long, Longford nil, Cove nil. It just sounded like the most boring game of all time. Uh, yeah, and so, disappointed the Cove. Yeah, and disappointed the Cove couldn't get the win. But because I think I was like the only one who, who, I was actually the first person on the internet at the end of last season to say that Cove would be in a chance for promotion this season. Yeah, and, we don't predict the twenty-three games. No, but I, I, yeah. I predicted them to get to, to get promoted um back in like August for this season. Nah, I, I said it on a few podcasts that they're promotion no, contenders. So thing, I, think. I feel I feel vindicated that I, I I'm right so far again. I know. Sure, look, they're 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 doing very well. I mean, two wins and a draw, four goals scored in three games, one goal conceded. Um, you know, a nil all the way to Longford is, you know. Mm-hmm. The city calling uh, stadium yeah. isn't the, the easiest place to go to, so uh, it's it's uh, a good result. 
Yeah, look, I think to that in the fact that um Shane Keegan is a manager there because if you look at Wexford, last time Wexford were in the Premier Division was under Shane Keegan who got them promoted. So I think yeah. you have experience getting out of the first division with teams that shouldn't necessarily get out of the first division. So very true, yeah. I mean, you know, he's he's a good manager, Shane Keegan. I think Jack will attest to that to when he was at Dundalk. Great, great manager at Dundalk, yeah, definitely wasn't Filippo. <laughs> no um, <laughs> no um, he seems he seemed all right he's with us like I don't know he was never brought in for that purpose like as being the first team manager which was never the case but like, yeah so. yeah but uh, yeah, you look look forward to the fixtures this weekend we've got Treaty Treaty United against Cove Ramblers Bray Wanderers against Longford Town Galway against Kerry uh, a West Coast derby per se at Lone Town against Waterford and Finn Harps against Wexford so that's I think that's is that the, the longest away trip in, well, in Irish football. Then have Wexford, Harps, Derry Cork. Or is it? Yeah, it'll be Derry one of right them. Half, like, yeah, it'd be one of yeah, them. So Finn Harps is further away. Like, so it's, you know. Oh, well, um, I'm saying, from my point of view, it's, it's probably yeah. quicker to get to Derry. Yeah, Finn Harps would be a bit farther, I think. Yeah, that's, you know. Um, it's a fair little trip. I wonder, I wonder, will anybody be making the trip this week? Um, that, that's a tough one. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, we get we we'll, we'll the predictions for Premier and Press. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I'm really lucky to them. I'll do them off the top of my head now. Just having to really look. I'll call usually. it. I'll call it with the fixtures, and and we can do it that way. Um. But it's it's a four hour and twenty two minute drive from Westford to Finn Harps. For for any for anyone that cares, for anyone that's interested, um. So yes, we get into the predictions. Uh, Shells Rovers, Bill. What are we going for? One nil Shells. Ooh, Jack. Well, lick lick Damien. Damien does that fool a bit more. <laughs> um, I think it'll be two one Rovers. I think Rovers will get the first win. Two one Rovers. Uh, I actually, I, I actually think this is going to be. A huge win. I think Rovers need need a bounce back. Out, yeah, they'll just come out and just how are just going to come out. And yeah, beat them. They're going to have to win. Uh, I've I, I I've actually I've already done my predictions for this, and I've gone four one Rovers. I think I, I just think they're going to come out and absolutely hop off shells. I think they're going to be out there to to prove a point, and I think Bradley will, will make sure that they are. Shells have won one against Rovers in the last eighteen. Right. So, there you go. Going to be two nights um, after the weekend. <laughs> uh, UCD draw that, Bill. UCD draw that. Oh, draw that win, you No three, Jack. Um, gonna go. Um, I feel like you're going to just go on a bad run. I'm going to say one, one all, one all draw. Yeah, see, we've a bad record at UCD. I think we've we've only won once there in the last ten years, or, or twice in the last ten years. Or something. But I, I do have confidence. Um, you know, Freddie Draper's off the mark. I'm gonna go for two 0 and Freddie to get the two of them. Pats and Bows. Yeah, Pats and Bows, Bill. Pats and Bows. I can't pass him. Come on. He's only under trouble um, if he doesn't. Um, yeah. yeah, Pat's win 1 0. 1 0, Pat's. Jack, what are you thinking? Uh, 2 0, both. 
just for just for me say of um that I did say in the, the season preview that Tim Clancy will be the first manager sacked. So and uh, I saw a lot of people to call him for his head already, and it's often told a few few you want keep long in already. So like yeah. that looks great for the fans on him. Uh, I'm going to go three-one bows. I think what'll happen there is Pats will go one 0 up and just capitulate. I, I just I can't see Pats winning the start that they've had. They've been absolutely atrocious. Um, Derry Dundalk, Derry City Dundalk, Bill, what are we saying? Two-one Dundalk. Ooh. <laughs> um, I want Bill's optimism. Um, but I think. Nothing out of here, I think. We have a very good record up in Brandywell. Bet them twice there last year, but I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a one all draw. One all. I'm gonna go for a, a two nil dirty win. Um then the final Premier Division game of the weekend will be on Saturday, Sligo Rovers against Cork City. Bill. Cork City win. Three one. Three one for Cork. Jack, what we saying? Uh, I think Sligo. Sligo had a good start at home so far this season. I think he's going to beat Cork 2 0. 2 0. I've gone 1 0. All right. First division, we'll go Treaty and Cove. Treaty and Cove. Um, Cove 2 yeah. 0. Cove 2 0. Cove. Yeah. I actually I think Cove are going to destroy it. I think it'll be, think it'll be a 4 0. Jack? Go with a 0 0 draw. Ooh. Boring bastard. <laughs> Uh, Bray Wanderers in Longford Town. Bill. Look, one all. One all. I think. Uh, yeah, Jack, go ahead. Oh, four one. Four one Bray. Bray. Four one Bray. I think Bray are going to win two 0 Um, Galway against Kerry. Bill. Three one Galway. Jack. Um, one nil. One nil Galway. Uh, I think 4 0 Galway. I think there's going to be plenty of goals this weekend. Um, at Lone Town and Waterford. 2 2. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting two, one. 2 2. 2 2. Jack. Um, I'm going to go 1 0 Waterford. Yeah, I've, I've gone 2 0 Waterford. I think at Lone, they seem to be a team that, a club, I don't know what it is about the DNA of the club, but they just seem to, you know, hit walls. And I think after losing at the weekend, I think this could be a, a slippery slope for them. Um, and the last game of the weekend, it would be an eight o'clock kickoff in Finn Park, Finn Harps against Wexford FC. Bill, what are we saying? One Nelson Harps. Jack? Um, I'm going to go two, two nil Wexford. Ooh. After that big long trip, four hour and 22 minute drive? Yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah. few fans are going to be are going to be going mad at the, no, the, the, the three of them. Um, I'm going to say Harps two one. I think uh, Dave Rogers will get them playing, and I think it's just too long of a trip for a club, a, a team like Wexford to, to go up and get a result there. But um, what logic is yeah. that? <laughs> I think yeah. So I mean, look, I've predicted a lot of goals this weekend. <laughs> Put my neck on the line, but yeah. Um, I think it'll be a, a good weekend for the league. Hopefully, we see another couple of sellout crowds. Uh, obviously, you know there's going to be a 
a big crowd at, at UCD Drada because two of the best fan bases in the league where they just, you know, it's going to have to be yeah. an, an extra guard might presence them, there. I think. Might, might, might be 400 at Drada. <laughs> it's going to need to be uh, an extra guard presence there, obviously, because, you know, the, the amount of, the amount of scum, scumbag UCD fans that will be there will be... It's it, it'll be worrying for for myself. It's, it's the first year they ever brought a crowd to Oriel. There was like eight or nine of them then in Oriel in the end. Ah, sure. Look, it's it's great to see, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, that's that's the end of today's episode. We've we've got our predictions in at the moment. Somehow, Bill is winning the predictions league on. Is it twenty points? Yeah, twenty what points. I'm on seventeen. Oh, I'm Jackson 16. That's Bill. You're just now, now that you're ahead, you're literally just copying our, our predictions. That's why I made you go yeah. first today. Um, <laughs> I made you go first for your predictions today because you just copy our ones. So, um, but yeah, so look, lads, like, I'll be, be, be on the same points as you, yeah, but that's what I mean. Yeah, you got a couple of correct uh score lines, but either way, look. Me and Jack got off to a rotten start in the first week, and uh, now we're, we're going back. back. Now we're on the way back. So, um, there should be, there should be a more sched- more more regular schedule on yeah. soon. We've been meant to be doing it for the past month or so, but it's just hard I'm, I'm saying it now. Look, I'm saying it now. We're recording on Sunday nights from now on, and the podcast will be released on Mondays. Okay, so. that's that's quite the promise, but that's fair enough. Um, Sunday nights after the the. Premier League half four kickoff is when we'll start recording. Um, but anyway, that was that's that's that for today. Thanks very much for listening. If you've gotten this far, I'm sure you, you clicked off when you got bored during our, our scoreline predictions. But um, if you've gotten this far, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you chatting again next week. Thanks. Thanks.